you know, sometimes with, with um, these dreams or visions or, or thing we're doing, we have to be willing to put it down, walk away from it. To, and we don't know if we're going to come back, but if it's really truly meant to be, you will. And I think that's a hard lesson to learn and and grasp and and wrestle with and however many analogies I can throw at you in just one minute. Um, but I feel like that is a big part of it, right? And the fear that you never will, especially after you put in so much time and effort and energy into it, that's a big one, you know? But those are the pressures that make you force because you're like, like, I failed. If I don't do this, I failed. You know, you tell yourself stories like that. It's not true, but it feels like that. It really does feel that real. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Exploring the challenges of the creative call so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Welcome, folks. I feel like we haven't said that for a long time, Evan. Welcome, <laughs> folks. We are, that's like such an old person thing, for me at least. Welcome, folks. We are doing a podcast episode. <laughs> um, welcome to the show. Uh, okay, so today we're we're going, we're running and gunning. We're going fast and furious. This is going to be a short episode. We guarantee it. <laughs> we are, we are, we don't really have anything we have to do this evening, but we were like, you know what? We got to knock out an episode. We don't have a big window today. It was kind of impromptu. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Let's not force it. Let's just get it done. And oh. <laughs> it so happens to be the best is kind of the episode. Don't force it. So we don't really have the name figured out just yet, but it's going to be something about not forcing it and how force works into the creative pursuit. And I, I want to argue as well, I'll just throw this in there as a last thing I say, Evan, also your dreams, you might want them to happen. Mm -hmm. You might be kind of like chomping at the bit to get the dream, to live the dream, right? But part of living the dream is, you know, getting to the said destination you think you're supposed to get to. That is part mm -hmm. of the dream too. And I think sometimes we forget that. So don't force yourself from that journey of where you are to the destination you think you're supposed to be, which... By the way, when you get to that destination, there will be yet another destination that you will not want to force yourself to. So that's yeah. what I got to say, Evan, I'm going to throw it on to you. Oh man, there's so many things that that are just coming up for me about things that are, I think, related to this this start point of, of forcing. And in terms of what you're saying about vision, there's some things that I, I, I want to say about that as well. So like, first off, I, I'll just jump into talking about how, you know, in, in artist circles, you know, people who've been really actually like dedicated to making their life in art, understand this thing that you can't force the thing to happen. You can't force genuine creation to occur you have to show up you have to you you yeah you have to show up you know like and that's that's one thing that you do have to do but in that showing up there's no forcing the thing to happen like coming from acting i know it's like you try to force an emotion holy shit you are you're dead in the water right and 
Because sometimes, like, for whatever reason, who knows? You know, the acting gods aren't aren't quite smiling on you on that day. You can't, you know, bring yourself to that emotion that maybe you you were able to get to no problem the last ten nights in a row. Tonight you don't have it, and so what a lot of actors do is they is they just try and and force and sort of feign that emotion from happening and it's just and it all feels icky as an actor and as audience member you're going like ah there's something something's not quite right here and you know one of the great pieces of of wisdom in acting is like well go in there with what you've got right maybe you're supposed to be walking in you know, and you had this idea of this distraught type of emotion that you were supposed to have. And well, that one isn't happening. Now you're walking in, use that thing that you have of like, holy shit, I can't get to where I need to, I'm not getting to where I need to get to. And it's got a different flavor to it, but it's real, right? Mm. It's the real thing that's happening, right? And so it's this, it's part of that thing of, of don't force work with the thing that that's there for you work with the thing that's actually shown up for you there right and i think that this whole thing of this in the western world we have this uh i think a very toxic culture where we think that forcing you know like whether we think of it in that term or not i think that we're all sort of conditioned to this thing of forcing if something isn't going your way you need to find out how to make it go your way right and it leads to a lot of really shady shit that goes mm. on in our in our world. And I think that that when we're trying to force something, we we miss all kinds of opportunities that are are actually right there, all kinds of lessons that are right there. Now, the last thing I want to say, I know I've been talking quite a bit. I'm trying to I'm just trying to like knock it all out, but I want to touch on this vision thing because I don't want to forget about it as well. You know, I think that a lot of the time, like that vision and that force that, you know, that goes together. It's like, okay, there's this thing that you want, right? And you're going to just do whatever the the fuck it takes to to get that. And there is something, I I don't want to completely just shit on that because there is something about determination and perseverance. And I don't want to deny any of that, but that journey towards the vision, right, is is going to take you in all kinds of ways that you don't expect. And it's, again, you don't have to force the thing. You still work your way towards it. You're still working your way, but there's, there's so much damage and strain and that can be done through an attitude of forcing. And the last thing I will say about this is that when it comes to vision, it's so often about like a thing you know, some sort of material thing, not necessarily of like, okay, money in the bank or, or, you know, a house in the hills, so to speak. Right. But material in the sense of it's like an attainment of, of a something, you know, like it's, uh, it's, it's an outside thing. It's an external type of thing. And I think that the deeper vision that, we're all actually involved with whether it's voluntary or involuntarily <laughs> but i think that the the biggest vision that we're all a part of in our lives is of the person we're becoming mm. who do we want to be 
as human beings. And to me, that's the greatest vision that we can work towards. And the thing about that, that beingness is that that's one of those things that it's like, it really doesn't have, it does not have any kind of clear end point. Right. I think that that's, that's just an always ongoing process. So I'm going to leave it there, hand it off to you, Brandon. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely covered a lot, I think in this intro and figuring out what we're getting into because in some ways, I mean, we are finding that out as we go too. We're not like, it's not like a, like I didn't come in here with some point to prove or some, I didn't, I don't even really have the answer uh, at this point. I, I, like, you know, I didn't come in with anything like I'm going to impart this answer on you. Like definitely yeah. not. Um, but I can speak from my own experience with, you know, going after the stuff that I want and the experience that I've been having recently you know, maybe I this can help people with whatever they're going through or just relate this. I kind of said this to you earlier, Evan, but it's like um I have this I have this vision, this calling that has been coming back to me over and over again. And it's this idea of getting what's called a schoolie, which is basically taking a bus, mod modifying it into an RV, and then traveling North America. And I just see myself at like mountains and lakes and beaches and deserts and forests and all sorts of stuff, you know, just in the middle of nowhere, living in this modulated home on wheels that I've created. And the vision is so real. I can, I can literally like touch it. Like I can see it before me. I, I can smell it. I can, it's like, it's, it's, it's so real and that's so exciting, but I think with vision and a calling and all of this stuff, you know, what I've been experiencing is like, it's right at my fingertips and then it's miles away and it's right at my fingertips and then it's miles away. And I might be at my fingertips for a week or two weeks or even several weeks. And then it's a miles away for, for a moment or several weeks, you know, and that's been an interesting part of this journey because I think with, um, with the dream, if, if I could use that word, there are times where we think we have enough of what we need to make that dream real. And then there are times where we realize we don't have nearly enough of what we need to make it real. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm finding as I go through this process, because there are moments where I'm like, okay, like I got, I found the bus. I've, I've, cause that's a big part of this, right? Like there's a lot of people have done this. I'm not the first person, but one of the biggest steps in the whole process is finding the bus that you're going to, you're going to modify and it's got to be the right price, the right size, the right model, the right engine. It's got to be in good shape. And if it's not, or there's anything to fix up, which there likely is a few things, you got to figure out what you're going to do about that and if it's worth it. So, you know, I once you think you found the bus, it's like, okay, this is real. Like I got the bus. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. Like there's still a bunch of other stuff. Like you got to learn framing. You got to learn plumbing. You got to learn electrical. You got to learn a mechanical. And listen, I'm committed to this dream. I'm willing to learn all of that. And I've already been learning it. But if this, if this bus was able to be on my doorstep today and I could begin, there's a lot of things I don't know yet. And so, you know, there's moments of, am I in over my head? Like, is this too soon? Do I, do I need <laughs> to learn more? I mean, there's that side of it. And then there's just the practicality of actually making it happen. So how long am I going to need to do the conversion and where am I going to put the thing when I do the conversion? And, you know, um, 
there's just all sorts of things that happen in life that kind of go like, oh, I have this plan. It's going to work out over here. And then that kind of somehow falls through. And you're like, well, I don't have that. I have the bus, but I don't have the spot and blah, blah, blah. My point is, is this, if I force it, I'm going to put myself into situations that are probably not the right situation to be in. And I have to be mindful as I navigate these waters is like, am I trying to make something be that isn't meant to be? But at the same time, I do, I am a believer, and you mentioned this in, in what you're saying, if it's going to be, it's up to me. I truly believe that you got to take responsibility and accountability for your dreams and you got to go mm -hmm. after it like a dog on a bone. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you're on the wrong bone. <laughs> you got to <laughs> let go of that bone. So you got to know, like it's, and, and that's a hard thing to do because it's not that you're letting go of the bone, let's call that the dream but maybe the bone that you're hanging on to is not the dream, but you think it is. And sometimes you have to recognize that, you know? So yeah. these are, these are, um, this is what I've been working through. I feel like this is a big part of why this conversation is happening. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few things that you said there. Some things that come up for me around what you're saying about something being, not knowing if something is, is closer or further away and I think that that's so often the case with the things that we're going after in our lives is, you know, we don't like, yeah, we, it's definitely worthwhile doing some assessment, you know, checking in and she's like, okay, like, what does this take? And, and what, what giving yourself a, a bit of a picture of, okay, what is it going to actually look like to do this? But, you know, you, you never, you never really know until you're doing until you're doing the thing, right? And in that way, that sort of how how close, how far off, it's it's always hard to say, right? And even in something, yeah, like like construction, right? That's one of those things where where they say it's like it always takes longer than you think it's going to take, right? There's all kinds of shit that can can come up, even for people who who have been doing these things for years and years and years. And, and what has experience taught them? Well, it just, it's taught them that it always takes longer, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? No matter what it is. So there's, there's that aspect of, of, of what Although, you were saying. I'll say one other thing though. Yeah. Just what you, every once in a while, you think it's going to be this thing that's going to take a long time. And then every once in a while, it just happens. Yeah, that's and true. And there's that too, which isn't, it's not always the case, but it does occasionally happen. And, and sometimes if you're not open, you can miss that just opportunity that just comes way before you ever expected it. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm, I'm, I did not expect this to happen so quickly or right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or you hit a point with it where you're like, okay, you know what? I guess that this, this is further off than I think it is. And then suddenly yeah. boom. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Oh, no. <laughs> but I think it's, that's the detachment and acceptance and letting go part of like, because there, there's that element of force. I don't know. That's a good segue. I don't, I felt like I cut you off. So let me leave this with you. But I feel like part of force is having this, you you know, is, is a plan is good. I think if you don't plan, you plan to fail. But I do think sometimes our plans are our limitations. And, um, I think sometimes, and I think artists tend to be quite good with this because artists are, in my opinion, maybe a little more spontaneous, a little bit more like, let's just see what happens kind of thing, right? Because a mm -hmm. lot of us have to be. And because of that, they end up being more open to opportunities that someone who's a big planner and big structured person 
or a really structured person, they don't see it because they're too they're they're too focused on the plan. Whereas the artist mind and is open and like, hey, did you, this is here right now? Like, let's let's just go for it. Let's do it. And you're like, um, I'm not ready. And it's just like, well, yeah, <laughs> you either do it or you don't, you know. And I feel like there's that part of it too, right? And it's like not being ready is another part of like not forcing it too is like just recognizing that hey man you're never going to be ready don't force being ready just do it now yeah it's interesting because yeah the in many ways the artist is sensitive to this other kind of force right like i think that that's that's a weird sort of relationship here is that if you when you try to force something you you will m- miss out on you will miss out on this other force that is going on this force of of life this force of the universe you know and and you're going to compete with that holy shit like you want to yeah. really contend <laughs> with that that thing and i think that that's and with that said i i would i would also argue that we ourselves we are we are f- are forces of nature. We are forces. I mean, we come from nature. We're a part of it. So in terms of, I think that it's, it's when we're trying to, to push something and there was something about what you said about the, the whole dog with a bone thing. And for sure it's like, but you know, it is, it's what you said. You've got to, you got to have some sort of, part of you that knows you're on the right bone right because otherwise what what are you even doing like this is just a huge waste of energy you're pursuing something for some bullshit egotistic reason probably right yeah, and it might it might also be the right bone at the time but then it's no longer the bone anymore right like yeah maybe i mean you sometimes need it to, maybe you need it well i don't know i'm just having this thought like sorry sometimes you're on the right bone but you have to let go of it because there's a better bone. There's a something else to get onto. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you gotta, <laughs> this bone thing is going to get us into some trouble know, at some I point know, here. It sounds weird. <laughs> Cause I was going to say, it was like, well, sometimes dog and a bone guys, dog and a bone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sometimes you gotta, I was going to say, sometimes you gotta get your, <laughs> you gotta get your mouth on a bone and realize you don't like the taste of it. <laughs> and Rio's like, oh, I thought I, I thought I wanted this bone, <laughs> but I actually don't. I, I actually don't like the taste of this bone. And sometimes th- that's that's important. Sometimes yeah. you've got to have that. Some you've got to have a few things. You know, especially if it's pursued out of genuine, out of a genuine place, right? And you and yes, sometimes yes. you you've got to Great actually point. really see the wrong thing through. Sometimes, yes, because it shows you that that's the wrong thing and learning about the wrong thing for you is so so important because learning the wrong thing always helps you get clear on what the right thing is Mm -hmm. yeah so and and that's a big part of figuring out what you want is figuring out what you don't want and that's again a place where i think where people are forcing things can get it's like, it's like yeah. well, no, but this is the bone that I went out for and I have to do it because if I don't do it, then, you know, like it's this this whole thing of somehow you're weak, mm-hmm. you know, some somehow you're you're less than somehow you're you're not strong enough or you're not 
whatever stories we tell ourselves, but there's this whole thing of, I think that fuels that whole forcing thing that we do sometimes is this thing that we do where we turn it back on ourselves. And it's like, well, well, what does that mean about me? If Mm. I, if I don't, if I don't go and get that bone, right. Even Mm. though I get the feeling that this is not actually the bone for me, you know, and and that some part deep down knows that I actually should go and find another one. Mm. Right. And when we force it, we can just waste so, so much time and and energy yeah, on something that has no going meaning. After it, it's going after it too long, too much. Hey everybody, this is Evan, and this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft. Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way and develop practices to take your work to another level. Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. It's like, uh, you know, I think sometimes, you know, something's coming up for me as I'm as I'm working this one out in my mind is that sometimes you think you want something. And at first it's very genuine. You, you know, you're going after it because you really do think that's what you want. And so there's no, it's very honest, very authentic and pure and whatever. But I think sometimes there can come a point where you've been like, I've been going after this thing for so long. I can't turn back now. It's like, you know, this is, I've invested too much. I put too much into this. And it's like, you know, I had to face that with the film industry. I mean, I actually think I'll always end up back in the film industry somehow. I don't, I don't, this is part of me that just keeps kind of getting called back to it, but I have to go away from it to find my calling in it again. Mm -hmm. And one of the hardest parts of my journey in the film industry has been kind of stepping away from it because temporary doesn't feel like temporary. It feels like forever. And I think that's a really hard thing for a lot of people. Mm. Uh, I know it was for me. So I think sometimes you need to put something down, walk away from it, and then you can come at it anew again at a later time. You know, um, my my uh, life in the film industry beckons me sometimes. It knocks on my door and, it, and you know, people, people find me through the film industry and I'm disappeared in a way like I'm gone but people find me and you know and it's interesting because it's like there is this weird like longing and love for the whole thing too and I and I remember what it was like because I I remember being a kid and making films and, and the first time acting and how fucking incredible all that was but like you know you, I've been in it a couple decades and it's like you know you you can get <clears throat> kind of not jaded, but you, you know, you get mixed up in it all. You get mixed up in the industry and the business and sometimes the people, you know, cause when you started like, um, you know, so many people were just like, we all just wanted to be fucking good. We wanted to do it. We wanted to like, it was it, like, we, we didn't care. We'd say yes to just about every role because it's just like, let's just get out there. I just want to act. I just want to make a movie. I just want to do this thing. And then you start to develop a bit of a, you know, a taste for what you want and what you don't want and, and what, what you, what you care about. And, you know, eventually it's not so accessible. It starts to become more narrowed. Right. 
And then you meet some people and maybe they kind of don't give you the best experience. And so then you go, I don't really like that. I don't want to work with someone like that again or experience something like that again. And so then, you know, it, I think for me, let, like if we're to talk about that as the metaphorical dog on a bone, the film industry, I've ever since I was a teenager, it's, I've been a dog on a bone with that one, but I've had to put that one down and it's absolutely been vital that I did. Had I not been willing to put it down, man, I don't even want to think about how negative that could have all gone and the way it was going. And there was a certain point, and I feel like this podcast has been a great gift for me, just these conversations for us, because a lot of these conversations helped me to come to that recognition, you know, just having a friend to talk to really and say like, hey, you know, this is what's going on, because that's how all this started anyway. Um, so I do feel like, you know, sometimes with with um, these dreams or visions or or thing we're doing, we have to be willing to put it down, walk away from it. to, And we don't know if we're going to come back to it. But if it's really truly meant to be, you will. And I think that's a hard lesson to learn and and grasp and and wrestle with. And however many analogies I can throw at you in just one minute. Um, but I feel like that is a big part of it, right? And the fear that you never will, especially after you put in so much time and effort and energy into it, that's a big one, you know? But those are the pressures that make you force. Because you're like, like... I failed. If I don't do this, I failed. You know, you tell yourself stories like that. It's not true, but it feels like that. It really does feel that real, you know? Um, and, and yeah, so, I mean, I like, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I took the, took the lead there for a second, but that's, I've run out of steam, Evan. Yeah, let it's me, all right. Leave it's, it you know what? I'm, I'm, a, I'm okay. To, I don't know I'm, where else I'm, to go with that. I'm ready to pick, you know, there, I, something in what you said, in in a lot of things that you were saying just just brought some stirred stirred some thoughts up it 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 kicked kicked some dust up in in Great. the old noggin some good some good dust some good creative dust and you've probably heard me say this before because it's a it's a quote that i absolutely love i'm pretty sure it's from the Tao Te Ching and it's just a it's a uh, the th whole passage is longer, but there's a there's a couple of lines in it in in it that say, uh, "Nature does not rush, and yet all things are accomplished." And just thinking about that that yeah, I love that quote, but it is such a perfect quote in this whole thing of not forcing, mm. right? And yet at the same time, nature is a force, mm -hmm. right? But it is not forcing, right? It just, it just is what it is. It is doing what it does. And, you know, I think that there's, there's a great lesson there. The Tao Te Ching is great because it's like the, the whole thing is referred to like nature. Everything is nature. Your like your nature. It's all, you know, what is, what is the actual of what things are, you know? Um, but anyhow, and I was just thinking about this in terms of, of like, you know, you think of something like, like the seasons of the year. It's like, yeah, there are no, they're not forcing anything. They take their time <laughs> mm -hmm. to make things happen. 
right? I mean, I suppose you could argue that, well, in the grand scheme of the time and in the universe and all of this stuff like that, it's a, it's the this change of seasons is a blink of an eye. But for us here who live on the ground and experience it, we know that it's like you live it day to day. You live through this this slow, gradual process, but yet at the same time, spring shows up in all of its glory. Summer heat hits you. The fall changes its colors and the winter bites with that cold. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on where you are in the world, but you know, like every season has its thing and they all happen. They are accomplished, right? Completely and fully, but they're not forced to happen. They happen because the world just continues to revolve around that sun. It just keeps turning, you know, it's, and that whole thing from the beginning of like, it's showing up, it's persistent, right? I'm turning and I'm going to keep on turning, but I'm not forcing anything to happen. I just keep turning. And so that was a thought that came up in my mind. And then I was just (laughs) thinking of, you know, we talk a lot about, this sort of vision and this journey and all of this stuff. But I was thinking about this idea of, of our world, you know, turning around the sun, you know, involved in this, in this kind of force and how that makes all of these things happen. I think it's like, maybe, maybe our vision is more like that. Maybe it's not so much of, this linear thing, like these linear points, but it's actually more like this revolving thing. There's this light that's at the center of our solar system, you know, of our internal sort of solar system. And we keep revolving around it. We keep Mm. moving around this light, right? And we just keep on, we just keep on working around it and working around it. And we just, keep spinning around this thing. And I kind of like that because it's like, well, it's, yeah, like we, we just, it's not so much about a a start point and an end point. It's, it's an ongoing dance. It's an ongoing movement of sorts that, that continues to, to create and regenerate and, and things fall away just like the seasons right like the the ideas of that we had of how we think certain things are supposed to be well that that turns into the wind into its fall and winter and suddenly it's just like it's gone but then there's there's a new thing that's coming up very soon Mm -hmm. and and it will happen Mm -hmm. those things will happen and you don't have to force them and there's something very relieving about that that we don't have to force those changes to happen, that the changes will happen if we just keep turning, right? Mm. If we just keep, keep moving. And if, if, if everybody's exhausted and and disgusted by this metaphor, I I, I apologize, (laughs) but I don't know. There's just something to this. Let me throw this in because I agree with what you're saying. And at the same time, you know, the, the one thing that I think is really important to comment on all this is this. We're not just saying like, just laissez-faire like just like like let it just happen and don't play any part in it i i don't think that's the point but i think that in some degree you have to accept 
that seasons are going to happen in your life and they're going to come and you're going to need to respond to them. And you can, you can begin to kind of, you know, you can begin to expect them. Like I've been living relatively pretty remotely for the last like year and a half. And one thing that when you live more remote, you know, things like the winter, they're not just an inconvenience. They're something you prepare for, you know, like you take Mm -hmm. care of stuff. And then also the spring, like I didn't realize how powerful the spring was. People always talk about the winter and how you got to be prepared for the winter and put your food aside and all that shit. (laughs) People don't always talk about the spring. The spring is fucking can be devastating. Um, and I, I, like I, where I am, um, the water melts off the mountains and rips apart the countryside and sometimes towns and houses and it takes things with it. It's, it's Mm -hmm. fucking profound and it's powerful and it cuts through the soil and the dirt, like in ways that just change the entire environment around you. And if you don't deal with it, if you don't respond to it, I mean, um, man, the things you built can get just washed away. So, you know, I think that there's a, you know, as we're talking about this kind of seasons and not forcing it, I I think there's an element of when you begin to accept that there's a certain amount that you're in control of and a certain amount that you're not in control of. And the lines as to what those, those are, are not entirely clear, but maybe you gain them and get a better understanding with experience and knowledge and wisdom and maybe some mentorship, but a lot of it you're going to have to figure out as you go. And so I think a lot of this is about like, like accept what you don't control, try to take charge of what you do. And between the both of those, let there be a certain amount of flow and kind of adaptation that must occur. And um, sometimes things at certain times will never be the way you want them to be. But at other times, it's so easy to make them that way. So if they're not working right now, maybe you need to put it to the side and move on to the thing that is. And if it is working, go for it more, you know, don't like, because that might be an opportunity to really investigate it and explore it. And I think that's an important part about force is that force might be a thing of timing as well. It's not just a... uh, it's not just, oh, I guess this is over. This is done. It's like, it's not, it's not a good time. But you know what? Tomorrow's another day. Next month's another month. Next year's another year. Next season's another season, whatever it might be. And then, then I will take this thing on again. But then when it's opportune, when it's the right time to take it on, but not at this moment, because this moment is not, it's not working right now. That's okay. You know? And then all of a sudden you find yourself the next day in the moment that is working and you go, what? It's back on. Okay. Let's get back on this thing. You know, whatever that metaphor for you might be or, or activity. So anyway, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like we've come to some pretty interesting things on this one. And, Mm -hmm. you know, honestly, I could probably keep going with it, but let's wrap it up. We said we, we said we'd do that. And, um, I think this is good. I feel like it pushed us both to really try and explore it quick. <laughs> yeah. And it's been interesting. And I hope people can walk away with a little bit of insight. I feel like I have, I'm going to share that at the end, um, but I'll tell you my beer. And we have definitely had this baby before. Jerk face 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parallel, Parallel 49. 49. Yeah. Um, such a funny can. 
Um, they always have funny, interesting designs. Anyway, it's a good beer. It's solid. It's going down easy. It's uh, Northwest Wheat. Uh, easy 5%er. Well, for us Canadians, 5% is there. <laughs> Five percent is actually low, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's good. It's solid. It's it's easy drinker and uh, pretty tasty. So that's what I'm nice. Having. What do you want? I'm I'm drinking one that's uh, fairly famous, probably to a lot of people in British Columbia, especially if you're on the island or on the coast. I'm drinking Lighthouse Brewing Company's Shipwreck IPA, mm. and you know I haven't had this one in a, a while, and it caught my eye because they've they changed their 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 branding. They changed their their can, and because it used to be like a, a very sort of like they like they had this whole kind of graphic and and it was very you know it was it was it was nice. But they they're obviously going a new direction. And I was very struck by this black can, you know, this black can and this sort of very simple logo on it. It's like you know what? It's been a while. I'm gonna pick it up, and it's a it's a solid IPA. Mm. It's a solid IPA. You know, it's not my my absolute favorite of IPAs, but it's uh, there's not too much I can really knock on it for. It's still a great beer. So mm. nice. that's what I'm having. Six and a half percent on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I guess I'll try to give some closing thoughts and then pass it to you. All right. Mm, I guess what I'm kind of figuring out as I navigate my own journey is a more intimate relationship with force and flow. So I I feel like sometimes when you're after something, for me in this case, this schoolie project that has been just knocking at the window like all the time, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, today, this week, this month it's on it's on and it's we're, we're fucking going we're going full tilt and i'm learning and investigating and i'm doing everything i can i'm researching and the amount of information that has been kind of pile drived into my mind from focus is incredible the amount that i've learned i've learned how to do things i never would have learned i learned how to frame i learned how to wire i've learned some basic plumbing stuff um, I've learned a lot about mechanics. I've learned so much. I still have a ton still to learn. So that's been a, an incredible gift of pursuing this thing. But then I come across these moments where it's like, you know what? I thought it was going to happen like, like, like this week, this month, like it's going to happen. And now I'm in another moment. And this has been back and forth ever since I kind of started this thing. It was probably back in about October of last year where I really got committed. I really got serious about this idea. Um, but it's never been so close and yet so far away at the same time. And so navigating my relationship of force with this to not be upset that it might not be happening today. It might not be at the fingertips and it might actually be miles away yet, but to be grateful for the fact that because it felt like it was at my fingertips, it pushed me so hard to learn and do so much. I would have otherwise put off and not had done now which has made me far more prepared for when it does happen. Because as far as I can tell, at this point in my life, it very much seems like it will. Somehow, some way, in some form is going to, this is a manifestation of something. Or it might not. And I am learning to kind of 
be okay with that because maybe that needs to teach me about something else. Like maybe this is really about me learning how to, because another part of my vision and dream is to build a house off grid. I just, I, I'm, I feel called to that as well. And maybe it's teaching me the things I need to learn for that. Or maybe it's nothing to do with any of that. And it's all about making a film one day. Who the knows? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my point is, let it, let your calling call you. And if it's not, if you show up to wherever you've been called to, and it's not quite what you thought you were getting called to, try to find a place of acceptance. And if the calling calls you another place, I mean, keep following that. There's no regrets in following my calling, although it has not necessarily led me exactly where I thought it would lead me. And it has been kind of a little bit of a scenic journey, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful for it. And I'm trying to learn to let go of the result of arriving at the destination. Because I've come to many different destinations in this path, even long before the schoolie. And, um, yeah. And there's many more to come. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm on a journey and I'm kind of embracing the journey. And at the same time, I'm not just letting it be like, well, the world will take me where it takes me. I'm still going where my heart calls and desires, but, but at the same time, I'm letting a little bit of this calling that I don't quite understand call me too. Hmm. I'm going to come back because I guess I'm not done with this with this sort of sun and earth metaphor <laughs> that I'm, that's going on here for me which is you know I think that to to maybe any I guess tie in maybe a few ideas that have have sort of popped up for me over this conversation which is, you know, ultimately there's actually this, there's this person you want to be. There's this life that you are called to. And that, that thing is sort of that your son, you know, that's this thing that you're revolving around. And as you're revolving around that thing, you know, and, and going through, there's lots of stuff that comes in and out of your life as you're revolving around that thing that thing that's your main thing of this person that you are. And out of that comes all kinds of stuff from your life, right? You wanting to build a schoolie and have an off-grid house. Yes, those are all these little visions, but they're all revolving around something, Mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes we don't know exactly what that thing is. And, you know, and, and we move towards the things that we you know, these things that are in front of us that we go like, oh, okay, I'm going to move towards that, right? But they all revolve around this thing and, you know, hurtling through this, hurtling through the space that is a bit of a mystery. And I think that that's okay. I think that, you know, one of the things we, that we don't do well with as human beings is, is, is embrace a lot of the mystery of this thing that we're a part of, you know, and to me, it's okay that that mystery exists. You know, you don't have to know everything, but you can know the thing that's right in front of you. And I think that for me, that the thing that I'm really curious about now is this thing is like, yeah, what is, what is your son? 
What is, what is your son? What is actually the thing that all of these things that you want to do, want to be, want to achieve, what is that all actually really about? Because it's all revolving around something. And that something is really important. It's really important to, and you know, maybe you'll spend your entire life trying to understand what that thing is, right? Or maybe you'll find out, it's maybe one of those things both further and closer than you think. But know that there's an element where you don't have to force that thing from happening. It is happening. It is happening. With or without your participation. But I think that your participation in that movement makes things all the better and all the sweeter. And yeah, I think participate, show up. And, and and that whole thing is, is really all that's maybe being asked of us is just to show up to the things that matter to us. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.